Welcome to the Data Chief. The Data Chief is a podcast for data and analytics leaders to share their personal stories and insights on technology, culture, and leadership. This is part two of our interview with Alberto Ray Villaverde, the Chief Data Officer at Just Eat. In part one, Cindy and Alberto discussed why AI will also require a human touch and two key components crucial to the success of data companies. In this episode, Alberto highlights a third component of success and dives into where he sees the data industry headed in the near and long-term future. The Data Chief is presented by our friends at ThoughtSpot. ThoughtSpot makes it easy for you to use search and AI to analyze your company's data lightning fast. Business people at companies like Walmart, Hulu, and Medtronic use ThoughtSpot to quickly uncover new insights and turn them into action. And you can too. Learn more at ThoughtSpot.com. So the third point you said, it's the last mile, the delivery and being adaptable. And you use the word dashboard, which at ThoughtSpot, we try not to use that word. We talk more about pin boards, but um, elaborate on this. How can the industry do better? Um, Is it really the insight where the customer is? Are you talking mobile, embedding? Is it natural language processing? What is your vision here? I think that it depends a lot on the industry. I think that Data is here to kind of provide tools uh, to the organization. In some cases, those tools could be pinboards, uh, basically data embedded in your, you know, uh, organizational applications and, and things like that. I think there's a tremendous amount of opportunity there with improving employee productivity and just being better at what we do. It's and every one of us in, the, in our organization. That's, that's perhaps we, we, sometimes we focus on the sexy cases like, okay, yes, this neural network is super cool and does this stuff. But I think that there's still a data revolution to happen with how you use data at work. I, 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 I think so it's hard to say how everything will, will evolve in my head. I always kind of say these things and, and I may be completely wrong. I do think that. Look, in the long term, you kind of put yourself in 50 years time, data is going to be so pervasive and, and we're going to be talking with our own, you know, AIs and things like that. And, but data will be so pervasive that everybody will master the, the domain, right? Between now and then, there's, um, you know, a, a big gap that we don't know what it will happen. But I think that in the next five to 10 years, what you will see is the emergence of a data function that behaves a bit uh, like a, a function on its own that offers horizontal services. I can do neural networks for you, for example. I can provide forecasting services, uh, a set of capabilities. I can provide, uh, you know, pricing expertise and things like that. And then a set of business partnering and analytics expertise to those functions. I have a, I'm going to be honest, I have a biased view. That's how we are set up. That's not bias. It's best yeah. practice. If yeah. it's worked before, you, d- you do it again that way. Yeah, exactly. So... But one of the things that we see is that in some cases you have functions uh, where we embed teams of analysts that are still reporting centrally, but they are working on on the on whatever that function wants to work on, right? Because they are the the the, the owners of that area. But we provide the analytic expertise. And in some cases you have your teams where you have limited resources and basically you shift because they are kind of more uh, specialized. Think about your data scientists. You're not going to have 
unless your function is really very uh, very advanced on on the on a particular aspect of data science, and you may have dedicated data scientist team teams to that. But in general, what you would do with your data science or your visualization capability is offering that uh, across the board, right? So uh, as we are doing today with Thospod, right? At the moment, we are offering to uh, to our restaurant pillar in our product development. But how can we offer it in other areas, right? And have those pinboards kind of put in place in there. So I think that this is this is what is going. And, and I sometimes kind of compare it with how, you know, people slash human resource team works or how a finance team uh, works in a modern big organization where you have your your the finance function as a, a vertical that is kind of taking care of their own stuff and at the same time is offering these services on a horizontal basis with dedicated, I don't know, business partnering resources to a commercial team or to an operation team or a people team. And I think that that is where it will be evolving, uh, the data function in the future. So what you're really describing is there's either the centralized analytics center yeah. of excellence or decentralized. But I think what you're advocating is that hybrid model. It's a hybrid model. Yeah. It's very dangerous with, with the word centralized, right? Basically, people feel that, that they are going to be losing ownership of, uh, of all the stuff that, that you may be doing with data. I think that ownership is still sitting on uh, the, the different business functions. That's, that's nobody's talking about that thing. And, uh, and what we are trying to kind of uh, do is how can you be more productive of what you do today? I, I guess that at the end of the day, we're just basically building the Excel spreadsheet of the 21st century, <laughs> right? I don't know. I hope it's bigger and more efficient than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, going, going yeah. into, in terms of, this is where I kind of have the hope that in 10, 15 years, data will be so pervasive that it will be as pervasive as one of these, you know, Google Sheets or Excel Sheets are sitting today in our, in our business, right? They, they kind of do the job and everybody understands them, right? So that's perhaps the, the, the wish list. I hope it's five. Yeah, or, or, yeah well, I mean, hopefully. 15 sounds so long. Yeah, no, it, it does. It I'm does. not sure yeah. I'll be here then. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so here you go. Thank, thanks for elaborating on all of that. You Here you go working in the aviation space for a really long time. Last year, you made a change and have have the opportunity to work with somebody that you had worked with uh, for a while, P Peter Duffy. Peter, Peter Duffy, yeah. Yeah. So what inspired you to make a move then? There, there was some, there was, uh, there was something on my head that I wanted really a change. Uh, one of the things that I tell to my managers is that our job is to make sure that, that people no longer need us, right? So your, your duty is to kind of elevate your, your, your team in their skills, capabilities. And, and, and when you achieve that and, and they, they run without you, that, that means that you have two choices, either change or, or to move or, or to basically evolve your role, right? Into, you know, slightly different scope and stuff like that. In my case, I, that, that was start for me. I thought that I had everything done in there. I, I went from agile developer into leading all the analytics and data science function in EasyJet. Uh, we went from uh, two people uh, to 40 as I left. And that's it. I wanted something else that was new, right? Uh, I couldn't, I was fed up of wings, planes, flights, and load <laughs> factors. Yeah, but the, the drones sounded pretty cool. You were describing how much data drone uh, yeah. captures. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the drones and the, you know, and, and all the data coming from the engines and the planes and that stuff. But to be honest, it, it, it was something that I, 
that that's that, you know it's very close to my heart right my experience there this that's where i kind of i, I grew as, as a professional but to, i i really needed that change and uh, one of the people that the, the person that better understood at that level in EasyJet uh, the power of data was Peter Duffy. He wasn't, I, I wasn't really under his reporting line in there, but, but we had that relation in which I basically, I, I play with the revenue management system and all these algorithms and, and he's responsible for the revenue line. So I was very happy about it. But um, we, we started to work together on my, you know, on the last two years in, in, in EasyJet, right? So uh, his last year, my, my last two years. And he spent time to understand how everything worked. Uh, he was paying attention because he was making very good questions back. He even was making complicated questions, complicated to answer. And even he played back those things to other audiences in a manner that I have never seen. So I, I think that that is the type of, type of leadership that any company would like to have at their CEO level to go through these transformations. That, that for me is kind of a role model. And yeah, so that, that's, that's, Somehow, when I when I when I left SCJ, uh, there were a few options there, and uh, definitely the, the one that sound, sounded more uh, interesting was um, just it, and uh, going with Peter Duffy, the amazing team that he already had in there. To be honest, yeah. So visionary leader, you needed a change yeah. and excited about food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So everything came together. Yeah, that's great. Now you also were identified as one of the most hundred most influential people in data by Data IQ recently. And yet, in every interview I've seen with you, you always credit the team. Yeah, I was going to say that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I feel a bit embarrassed about those things, right? Because I think that um, in, in my experience, when I thought that I deserved those, I didn't, I didn't get them. And then, uh, and then um, and, and not specific that, that, that recommendation, right? But even when I, we were talking before about the, the pricing engine and the neural network, yeah, people was very impressed, but it took them quite a while really understanding what, what we built in there and, and kind of was like, yeah, yeah, the guy just basically put some code together and that stuff. But, um, <laughs> easy. Yeah, easy. And really, uh, I'm super proud of, of the team uh, you know, that I had in, in, in EasyJet uh, back in 2019, uh, and, and I'm amazed, uh, blown by, by the amazing talent that I have seen in Justit. Uh, I mean, it has been, I have learned tons from them, right? So for me, when I get all, all, all you know, when, if you get these recognitions, I really can say I wouldn't be able to do anything closer to it if it wasn't because of my team. So really, really very happy uh, with, uh, I think that they are the ones that deserve it, really. Yeah, no, and some fascinating insights that I've seen them generating. But you're at a pivotal time now, a lot of pressure from mm -hmm. Uber Eats, going through a merger and acquisition uh, takeaway. So I'm picturing a bit, uh, now I'm picturing your data lake, data warehouse, your master data is about to get blown up. How will you navigate this? Or what are, what are you worried about or not worried about? So we are in the very early uh, stages of the integration. I, I think that the, the cultures of the companies, uh, among other things, they have been shaped uh, as well by their competition, right? And one of the things that I saw here very early on when I write to Justit was the aggressive behavior that you saw on the likes of Uber and Deliveroo, where they were just basically, you know, machine gunning everybody, uh, operating at a loss. And uh, because that was the expansion, uh, we could clearly see that thing. Anybody that put the numbers would be able to see that. And how difficult it was to kind of compete with somebody that has such a deep pockets, right? Brutal. That has, yeah, that has shaped yeah. the, the, the mentality and the culture uh, on, on just it a lot. That, that, that's what I think. 
the pace of innovation is 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 tremendous, and there's no really time uh, to rest, kind of try for the next thing. So really, 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 really impressive. There's as well competition on the there was as well competition on the takeaway side, right? So there was really uh, they, they really have uh, very tough battles to to fight. Were they less exposed to the aggressive behavior that we have seen in UK, for example, or or in or in from DoorDash in in Canada? I don't know. I, I think yes, because they have kind of a, a more presence in their own markets, right? Um, it's very difficult to kind of enter in our countries the, that take away previously whole, right? And say our because we are now this one big company, huge company. So uh, I, I think that it, it is safe. That doesn't mean that we need to, uh, we we can just basically sit and relax. But is is uh, they have. They perhaps they were very good at putting their strategy right very early on, and that is how they managed to kind of build all this impressive market share and and, and control. Yeah, you have twenty eight percent of yeah. the UK yeah, market yeah. based on most recent available. Data. Yeah, well, it, it, just, just it is more on the just it takeaway on the UK is above fifty. That's as much as I can say. Well, okay. well above fifty. Okay. But in, in other markets, it's more difficult for us, right? So, so in, in the likes of Spain, in, in, in France, it's really, really tough to kind of keep competition there, in Australia and things like that. But yeah, in terms of integration, uh, this is more than anything. It's not about that so much about technology, in, 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 my, in my opinion. It doesn't matter really which platform choices you make, right? Uh, it's more than anything. It's about uh, what really powers that technology, which is... Um, the, the skills and the talent that you have sitting around and uh, how you make sure that the things that you did very well pass into the new organization and the things you didn't do well, you are able to understand that you didn't do them well and you're able to learn those ones from the other one. And pivot, yeah, pivot. How is going to be all that happening uh, whilst we are doing all these things on video and on, and on, uh, on Hangouts and things like that is diffi- difficult, right? I- in my head, when I was playing this, uh, this process six months ago, I was thinking, yeah, okay, so on day one, we'll take a flight to Amsterdam, they take a flight to London, and we'll be basically sitting in uh, uh, and, and talking and trying to understand about how uh, the other side works, and it's nothing like that, right? That's kind of an extra layer of complexity on it. But yeah, we have a, you know, we, we have a, um, we, we, we are a merge of equals. That's, that's the, the, some of the wording that we use internally quite a lot. There are two big organizations. We're going to be a we are a FTSE uh, 50 company now, so it's, it's huge. So, yeah, it's, it's how can we make sure that the good things that we did on both sides can be put together. Uh, but, yeah, it's fascinating. I never really – I did acquisitions yeah. in the past on, on EasyJet, and I was involving some of those acquisitions, but nothing uh, uh, with, the, with this level and, and scale. Yeah, and the, and the level of competition in the markets. Um, so what degree do you think data or insights will prove to be a competitive advantage in this highly competitive market? I, 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 I don't think that that's, that's the case. I guess that what we need to understand is um, uh, on all our different stakeholders, uh, and I'm talking about the ones that we have on the justice side and the ones that we have on takeaway side, how can we understand and update our view of what are the day-to-day issues that they have and how can we explain them what is the art of the possible? And uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, conversations in an organization when you go through uh, through these processes. This is the area where we'll have to understand the most. Uh, it's difficult to kind of go into, jump into specific details, right? But... Um, but yeah, this is this is the this is the case. We need to explain. We need to uh, explain data again. Explain data, the art yeah. of the possible. And so, a- another thing that you are a big proponent of are innovation days. 
How often do you think you'll do that at Just Eat? Or how often do you recommend other organizations have these types of days? Well, so we just finished last week our last hackathon. We do it every uh, three months or so. Um, and you st- I still need to kind of watch uh, the vast majority of the videos of the stuff that came in there. Uh, but um, I think that for you, you need to have the right culture, right? Um, uh, 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 for for our tech and data teams to have those innovation days is like you know uh, bread and butter. You really need them because you see a lot of super interesting ideas, ideas that end up really in the uh, being implemented, and really help us to to bring the culture that we want to that we want to promote. Right, being innovative, be able to kind of uh, make an impact is as well your responsibility to come with the next cracking idea. So it, it depends a lot on the culture. The, the type of culture I think about yeah. is yeah, they are just basically bread and butter. You definitely need those ones. But I am mindful that in some cases is is you you could struggle or or or, uh, or be difficult to kind of put them together. So yeah, it, it, they require a lot of organization. They require a lot of they do. free time that you need to kind of put for the for our hackathons run for three days. So so imagine that, right? So uh, three days every yeah, quarter. three days every quarter. So imagine like, that. That's yeah. a lot. There's ROI on it, definitely. What is the award? How many winners? Or is it the joy of it's, it becomes GA and product? I think last time there was some sort of, you know, voucher for some online retailer or something like that, uh, which was kind of a, you know, a, a big one. But more than anything, it's just presented to show to everybody. Some of those ideas might be just basically at the early stage, right? They are there. They hack something. They kind of prove that the idea is there. Then you take it to the next stage, right? For me, the, 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 the war, you know, many years ago was like, okay, yeah, this was actually useful, right? This is being used. The fact that I had this idea, I put it here and, and now it's been used. That's really the reward, right? Yeah. I think that's, that's why people does it, right? And, and to show it to everybody what sort of idea they have and, and be able to be showcased amazing idea, uh, that, that, uh, yeah, that they came up with, uh, in, in their teams, right? Because we have, um, teams putting this together. Yeah, that's great. Um, so I often like to end with, a somewhat personal, deeper question, if you're willing to go there. We talk a lot about gratitude and people, of course, now we're, we always were grateful for our health and family. But beyond that, what are you grateful for? I think that I was lucky, right? In the sense of there's always a component of, of yeah, you need to be ready for when like luck arrives. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, you need to kind of prepare yourself and, and that thing. But, but you need to be lucky in the sense of having the opportunities to develop whatever you you you, you wanted to develop so in yet i had managers around me that that i was lucky enough to have managers around me that understood that sometimes you know they had to kind of give me a space despite that they didn't understood what an artificial neural network was and uh, you really you know you could be i could picture myself following a completely different type of organization and basically just cutting completely uh, the, the, the path that I had. So it's the people. So it's, it's the people that gave you a chance to believe in your dream, execute on your vision. Yeah. It's, it's the people that, you know, have, have, have the, you know, the people that, that, that cross through, through, through my life and, and, uh, and those relations. And, and I think that is, you need to kind of be lucky enough to, to, I don't know. I'm always mindful. I have quite a lot of friends in, in the, in Spain and, and where, uh, people end up in their life uh, is not really related to you know 
you know, how, how well you do at school or stuff like that, right? There's a lot of things that can shape your, your path. And I, I'm always, you know, uh, very grateful of, of, you know, the, 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 the luck I had, I guess, right? It's not that I, I basically slack off and then just did nothing, <laughs> but, um, but definitely, yeah, it, it's, you need to be lucky as well in life to, to kind of, um, you know, get, get to where, to where you are. Yeah, that's well said. So when you're not doing data, what, what's your joy? S- favorite sport? Uh, oof, sport. Uh, so I have two and four, uh, two, uh, two kids, uh, which are two and four. That's my favorite sport. Um, and, uh, that's because it's just exhausting to be with them on a day to day basis. Uh, I, when I, when they are sleeping or not just basically pulling my hair, uh, it's going to be about, <laughs> uh, reading and, uh, and, um, you know, um, and doing coding and working on my own projects and, and that stuff. So I definitely don't call that work, but that doesn't mean that I don't have, you know, I still don't have that passion for, you know, building, building stuff, playing with data, uh, and, and read, uh, you know, I'm really passionate about science and future and what is coming and, and never stop reading. I'm so glad to hear you read because somebody said to me, oh, no, people just listen to podcasts now. Nobody's reading anymore. And I'm no, a reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a reader. So to be honest, yeah, I try to kind of get an hour and a, so usually I get like an hour and 20 minutes of podcasts a day and then like an hour uh, and a bit of reading. Uh, uh-huh. and, and so, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I do both. Well, now in coronavirus, I'm doing less podcast because podcast was, you know, during my commuting. But uh, yeah, that, that's uh, reading is kind of essential and, and kind of getting ideas from other people and uh, and see what is out there. And, and I think that is very needed in this. Uh, we are going through unprecedented change, uh, not only because uh, the current situation where uh, where we are in, but as well, uh, you know, um, this year 2020, data is becoming more pervasive. Uh, change is happening uh, faster and faster. And it's, it's very important to kind of keep up to date, or at least for me, it's a passion to kind of keep up to date with what is coming, what is next. I love We it. have to. We have yeah. to. Alberto, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Data Chief. To learn more about today's guest, recommend a future guest, or listen to more of the show, head over to thedatachief.com. If you have questions for Cindy or comments about the episode, give her a shout on Twitter at BI Scorecard. The Data Chief is brought to you by our friends at ThoughtSpot. Searching through your company's data for insights doesn't have to be complicated. ThoughtSpot makes it easy. With ThoughtSpot, anyone in your organization can easily answer their own data questions, find facts, and make better, faster decisions. Learn more at ThoughtSpot.com. The Data Chief is presented by our friends at ThoughtSpot, the modern analytics cloud company. ThoughtSpot makes it easy for anyone to analyze your company's data with search and AI. Business people at companies like Verizon, CVS, Amazon, Afterpay, OpenTable, and T-Mobile use ThoughtSpot to quickly uncover new insights and turn them into action. And you can learn more at ThoughtSpot.com.